Hold on, everybody. For some reason or another, all my all my uh, setups got unset up. Well, let me try this again. Well, you know what? I'm going to at least put something on the view screen for you guys and gals to watch and stuff. All right. And now you're all listening in the mixer side. So let's see here. I guess I should probably set that back up again. It doesn't make sense to have anything nice set up when the computer says, Fuck you, asshole. I'm sleepy. Okay, so here we go. It's time, once again, for everybody to ride the train oh wait a minute this isn't wwe i'm sorry here's the opening welcome to firefox news online the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast the rules apply no personal attacks threats or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time if you commit to these acts you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted also if we're using a phone line the same rules apply this is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice 
for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Good evening, and welcome to another edition of Firefox News Online. And as you just heard, it is now time, as always, for Talking Points. Well, here's something to consider, America. We've been lied to. Oh, wait a minute. You already knew that. <laughs> you already knew that, America, and here's how you knew that, because we've been telling you about it. Uh, I'm telling you, folks, it's just so damn unbelievable. Well, now it would seem there's more that's unbelievable. Apparently, the United States has secured an indictment against three members of what they consider a far-right group, Oath Keepers, charging... They conspired to storm the U.S. Capitol in a bid to stop Congress from certifying Joe Biden's presidential election victory, which was a sham. Well, you know what, folks? Here's the, here's the thing about that. And, and I'm going to say it just as clear as I possibly can because I want you to understand where this is all going, where this is all leading, okay? First of all, when it comes to this... Um, past election, the 2020 election, you have to remember that everything that was said, everything that was done, everything that was, well, basically told to us by the mainstream media has been nothing but lies, okay? Nothing but lies. Now, the federal government, the Democrats, want you to believe them with the claim that there is no truth there's all misinformation what the right is saying so on so on so on but yet we all know the evidence and all that i brought this up ad infinitum yada 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 okay so now let's look at the preponderance of evidence when it comes to the oath keepers Oath Keepers would never, and I do mean never, do something as wildly insane as conspire to attack Capitol Hill like was done. Now, that to me reeks of Antifa. In fact, Antifa is the ones, not the Oath Keepers, who plotted and planned this. It was planned a week in advance of the attack. That has come out. Ain't that just lovely? You know, I've gotten to the point where America, I've, I've really gotten sick and tired of political posturing on the part of Democrats. Even Chuck the Schmuck, the dumb fuck, Schumer, uh, he's under the misguided idea that, oh, one article of impeachment will prevent him from running. No, it won't. I talked to a few people that are familiar with election laws, federal, state, and so forth. And, well, hate to be the bearer of bad news, but he can. 
Now, let me get back to the Oath Keepers, though. Oath Keepers, for anyone who's familiar with Oath Keepers and what they do, um, they literally, uh, and I do mean this, they literally uh, are, do things through peaceful means. Yes, many of them are licensed gun owners. But guess what? Like I said, peaceful means. And they do not act out in violence the way Antifa does. Hmm. Now what does this mean? It means that in a very real sense, we're being lied to yet again. And I know we're being lied to yet again. And hopefully you do too. The Democrats have never told the truth a day in their lives. If they did, I'd be shocked. In fact, I'd probably have a massive heart attack and drop off this mortal coil. But since that hasn't happened yet, because the Democrats have proven time and again they cannot be trusted. Who got the uh, evidence that Oath Keepers was involved? Well, I've got the story on that. I, I had it for last night, but, um, well, we just never got a chance to get to it here. So we're going to do that tonight. That'll be the first story. For discussion tonight i'll read it and then we can talk about it in the meantime in the meantime we can also talk about a few other things too one of the things that i want to bring up in my talking points as well which uh, needs to be mentioned uh, is how the national guard was used yes i said used the national guard was used by the democrats and it was like are you serious you're going to put these poor souls in a parking garage with one outlet, one bathroom, and two stalls and make them freeze their ass off after they did your bidding. Well, you know what? One American News reported last Friday on this, and everybody and their brother in the mainstream media slammed them for bringing it up because President Trump offered his hotel at no charge. That's right. You heard correctly. At, At no, no charge. charge. And he let them stay there, fed them, you know, the whole nine yards. Treated them like royalty. And that's why the military loves Donald Trump. And that's why this sham impeachment trial is going to blow up in their face. Because they know that it's bullshit. And when you try to run bullshit... It just blows up in your face every single time. So, America, let's face the reality. We have a sham impeachment trial coming up soon. And I want you to think about this for a minute. All right? And I talk to people that are very familiar with the procedures and so forth. And I spoke to them this morning. And they told me that technically... And constitutionally, they cannot impeach a private citizen. It's kind of retarded to do that because, okay, you're sitting there telling the American people, oh, we're going to impeach Donald Trump and remove him from office. We're going to impeach Donald Trump and remove him from office because he is unfit to lead the country. Now, if you want to know why we say he's unfit to lead the country, even though he's a private citizen now, is because we say so, and you'll accept it. Right. See, the problem with all of this is he's a private citizen. The whole thing is ridiculous. 
I've got a screen capture because I said something on Facebook. It'll probably get me thrown in Facebook jail, but I really don't give two shits at the moment because Chuck the Schmuck, the dumb fuck, Schumer, made a comment on social media which really should raise a lot of eyebrows. And I'll even read that. I'll share that with you tonight on the broadcast as well in just a little while. So, a little poopery of talking points. It's Thursday night, and it is a bit slow in the news cycle because the news dump doesn't happen until Friday. And I'm off on Fridays. <sighs> Maybe I should consider doing a Friday show. I don't know. I'll think about it. It's a thought. Hashtag FFNOP. Hashtag FFNOP. Now be sure to use that hashtag to trend this broadcast globally on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. You, you have, have been, been warned. warned. Hello. Sorry about the delay there, folks. Uh, just a slight audio uh, stoppage there. Jolly bad luck and all. Actually, I was rolling cigarettes while my talking points was going on. And I heard the hashtag, and I'm like, oh, crap. So, as the saying goes... Here I am. Kind of like Bozo, the, the animated Bozo the Clown voice, you know. Here I am. Always leave him laughing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know about that right now. Uh, <laughs> although, although maybe I'm 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 pretty sure we can come up with a few yuck yucks at the expense of the Democrats. Yes. I think we can. I'm pretty sure we could. Joining me, as always, on Periscope.tv, the lovely Cherokee Rose is in the house via Mixler.com's chat room and soon to be on the phone lines, or they're already there. I just haven't looked yet. Gunslinger in the Lone Star State and, of course, Mike in Louisiana, the crazy Cajun, is in the house, too. Well, let me see. My studio. Well, let's see. The studio. The studio. Well, I got Mike from Louisiana on the phone line, at least. Gunslinger will most likely join us as soon as he does whatever he's doing. Getting him set. So... What's up, Mike? Yeah, I don't want to put a word. I don't want to put words in his mouth. I don't want to put words in his mouth, uh, George. But I bet he's getting a snack. Probably. I mean, he hasn't. He hasn't. At least not that I'm aware of. Let me scroll back here. I was having some up. Oh, he said, "Yo, George, Mike." That was about thirteen minutes minutes or so ago. So he was he was listening, or he was there at that point. Gunslinger, are you uh, feeding your face? If you are, don't talk with your mouth full. 
<laughs> I, I know I'm terrible tonight. It, this is my Friday. Yeah, you're bad. It's Thursday, but it's you're my bad. Friday. And look, I mean, look, we know that what they like to do, and I've told, I've told different people this who don't understand how things work. They, they do, they do dumps on Fridays, right? The news dump on yeah. Friday, you know. I've and often wondered the reason about that why too. they do that is, like, I think the reason why they do that is because they want to hide stories that could be potentially, I mean, potentially bad for, say, a Bill Clinton or a Joe Biden or a Chuck the Schmuck or, you well, know, Mike, these guys, actually, they've been know? doing that for and, years. The Friday news dump has been going on for decades. It's not exclusive to, um, you know, to to one party or the other. It's just the way they've always done right. it. Um, a Friday news dump, to me, is a, is really a waste of time. You know. Right. And really, if you look at a lot of, even look, they never would. The, the the weekend shows, you know, they don't stick to those to the dump, you know, to that news dump. They don't stick to it, you know, the Tim Russerts and the Snuffleupaguses and the and the, uh, and all those guys that do their uh, weekend news shows. They never stick to the to the to whatever they put out on Friday afternoons. There, there's thing. a rare occasion when they do. It is a rare occasion when they do. But just I want to tell you something. A lot of these uh, Sunday news, Sunday talk shows, a lot of them are already pre-recorded. They're recorded like on Thursday uh, or midweek at least. Uh, the reason they do that is because if there's a you know if if, if anything. Uh, the host of the show can be there, even if they're not actually in the studio on that day. There's other reasons right. too. It's also they have to work with the schedule of the person or persons they're going to interview anyway. You know, I I know that for a fact because when I interviewed um, Ray Stevens back in 2010, okay, I had to work around his schedule. You know, initially, uh, but he was once I once uh, his manager gave me his private home phone number, his direct line. I called up Ray Stevens and uh, he said, "Oh, sure, George, you, you want to do it now? We can do it now." He was flexible as hell, but not everybody is that way, you know. Especially politicians, they right. love to they love to tell you, "Well, I can't do it today." Uh, but maybe we can do it a week from tomorrow when this, when it's not really relevant. But right. just, you're at their mercy. In, a, in other words, they subscribe to the wimpy, uh, you know, from Popeye, you know, wimpy. I will gladly play you on Friday for a hamburger today. Actually, his line, his, the thing. actual line was, I will gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. 
<laughs> Listen. That's what they subscribe to. Uh, and and it doesn't matter whether they're Democrat or Republican, really. It's it, they have to go according to the schedule of the person. Uh, and since they don't know the actual schedule, they pretty much are at at their mercy. So, like, let's say they can't do it Sunday, but they can do it, uh, say, the Tuesday before, or the Wednesday before, or even that Friday before. Right. If they if, if if that's the best they can do. That's the best they can do, and and the report, the 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 anchor of the show, has to take that as being the only option they have. Especially if that person is the person making news. So, like from the previous Friday news dump, they may still be that that politician, Republican or Democrat, may still be relevant. You follow what I'm saying? So they're they're going to they're going to like they're they're going to really emphasize uh, they want to talk to you, but they can't do it Sunday. So like let's say the Friday news dump happens, something big, politician scandal, whatever, you know, whatever the scenario. Right. Okay. They cannot be there that Sunday, but they can talk to you on Saturday. So you record the interview right. on Saturday and air it the, and and air it the following day on Sunday. If they can't right. do it that weekend when the news dump happens, then they'll do it the first available day the coming week. It depends again on their schedule, not the not the news channels. It's I know it's a right. pretty fucked up situation and a pretty uh, screwball one, but. It's the way it is. Generally, yeah. You look at you look at these these news shows on these Sunday news shows, and they'll go, "Well, it's live," but then they'll go to their first break, and they'll come back with an interview, and you can tell that that is not a live segment. You can tell. Well, you know, here's 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 one way you can tell. Okay, and I've seen them do this. They'll record the interview and then forget what type of wardrobe, what the wardrobe was that they wore the night, the day of the interview. So like, let's say, um, let's say Brett Bear over at Fox News, for example, he wears a blue and white striped tie during the interview. And then it comes time for him to do the actual live segment. But he's not wearing that blue and white striped tie. He's wearing a red tie. That's how you can... You, it's the little things you notice. Right. Okay? Now, I'll give you a great example. On one of the... Years and years and years... and Back when I was a kid, there was a local news anchor named Jim yeah. Jensen. Well, they... Even back then, they did. They recorded the interviews uh, for later for later use. Um, if it was an in studio interview, well, he he went to a in studio interview that he had that he said he had that day with someone. And when he showed the interview, he was wearing a a, a navy blue tie, but when he's live on the camera, he's wearing a 
a bright yellow tie. Most people probably wouldn't have paid it any mind. But there are some folks who actually pay attention to certain details to know what, you know, what the deal is. Now, like with me, because I did the interview on internet radio, you're not going to see what I was wearing because uh, the, the day I did the interview, I was still in my BVDs. I was still in my tidy whities <laughs> because I had just gotten out of bed <laughs> two or three hours earlier. <laughs> that he just say he was in his underbritches mall. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> there are some things you just gotta laugh at the absurd of. Oh, I better wait a minute. I'm forgetting right. something. And yes, he's been waiting for almost nine minutes. The poor guy has been sitting there listening to all this, and he's probably been chomping at the bit to have a few yuck yucks, a few, a few. A few kafaws here and there, and so forth, and like that. Gunslinger is here. Sorry to keep you waiting, buddy. I kind of. Yo, yo, yo. I'm here. Doing good. 37 degrees out, though, but doing good. <laughs> it's 37 degrees down your neck of the woods? I got a feeling you're warmer it's 37 than I am. Right now. Hey, buddy. You're doing better than I am. It's warmer where you are. <laughs> right now, the current temperature in my neck of the woods says 19 degrees. But the feel-like temperature is 7 above. God damn, you son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, what happened? Oh, never! Oh, I'm just uh, I was just uh, mounting my uh, new AccuWeather temperature gauge up here on my shelf. It wasn't cooperating very good. You know, the displays the inside temperature and the outside temperature and the humidity and all that good shit. Was well, it? I, said, um, I can see it. Thirty-seven wi- degrees right uh, now. A, 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 wi- a Wi-Fi uh, type of device. Yeah, it's a sensor outside. <clears throat> so that's actually the temperature outside the door. The one I get on the internet here is probably about a mile and a half, two miles away from me. So this is the actual temperature right outside my door. <laughs> 37 degrees. You get that sucker. I got I to gotta get me one of those. On Amazon. Just look them up. I think it was thirty nine ninety five. Ain't too that bad. That's bad. I don't sound bad. Wall, got a clock. Is you... Give you a forecast based upon the the relative humidity and all that shit, and not bad. It came mm. in the I got it today, along with my a new fucking fluke meter. Ha. Finally fluke, got me a fluke. What meter? A fluke. You never heard of a fluke? I've heard of. I've I've, I've, I've had nope. people say it's a it's a fluke of nature that that happened. You know, kind of a sentence like that, but. Uh, anyway, go ahead. No, it's a it's a multimeter, but oh. it's it's a fluke, f l u k e fluke. It's one of the best ones made. I mean, there 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 are different levels of expensive ones, obviously. This one here was about sixty bucks, but this 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 is one of the best on the market. Is a fluke meter. 
the more expensive ones, shit, them stuff that just cost like up to a thousand bucks. They can actually talk to you. <laughs> okay. It just so much will do anything. Burn it's a very handy. Very handy little meter. <clears throat> AC, DC, up to 600 volts. I mean, fuck it. Dude, they'll, they'll do anything. Oh, cool. Um,. No, but that that uh, that AccuWeather device, uh, I wouldn't mind having one of those myself. Now, does the does the sensor have to be uh, bolted in, screwed in, nailed in, or does it just hang outside? No, it just it it, it, it just got a little loop on it. If you put in, I think it's two double uh, A batteries, and it reads the humidity and transmits it in here along with the temperature. You just hang it. I got to hang it under my shelf out there, right outside the door. Pretty as you please. Hmm. Not bad. Well, I can probably hang it right outside the uh, living room window here. Right outside the screen and mount the device right next to the window there. Yeah, we got a back porch here. No. Hanging out there on the porch somewhere. I'm in, I, I'm, I'm inside, I'm in, excuse me. Gotta fix my tongue. It's blocking my eye teeth again. I'm in an apartment <laughs> building. So I don't have a back porch. Yeah, but don't you have a balcony? Nope. You don't have a balcony? Don't even have that. Had balcony. one when I lived in the other place, though. Don't have it here, though. I'm on the second, and plus I'm on the second floor. Oh, I could figure something out, I'm sure. It ain't like it's a, a yeah, you, difficult you thing. So anyway, guys. Uh I I mentioned this last I, I mentioned I was gonna hold this over for tonight, and that was the Oath Keepers story. Um Oath Keepers, for anyone who's ever wondered about Oath Keepers, these are Folks, these are men and women who are prior service law enforcement, prior service military. You know, they stand for the Constitution. They stand for the rights of the people. They stand for. They stand for us. They stand with us. Okay, oath keepers, by definition, are decent human beings that will only act if if they are left with no other choice. They're not going to plot, scheme, and plan something. According to Newsmax, and this is what pissed me off today, because I actually sat down and really read through this careful, Oath Keeper members are, are, were indicted in the plot to storm the U.S. Capitol. Now, that's something that Antifa would do. Not Oath Keepers. Well, listen to this. The United States has secured an indictment against three members of the far-right Oath Keepers militia. First, second of all, they're, first of all, they're not a militia. They're not a militia. So that right there, Newsmax needs... I'm going I'm to find a way to contact them bastards and tell them, excuse me, Oath Keepers is not a militia. They're an organization 
of prior service military and law enforcement. But they're not a militia. Now they're uh, charging they conspired to storm the U.S. Capitol in a bid to stop the Congress from certifying Biden's um, so-called election. The indictment alleges Jessica Marie Watkins, <clears throat> Jessica Marie Watkins, 38, Donovan Ray Crowell, 50, and Thomas Caldwell, 65, conspired as far back as November to obstruct Congress, a charge they can they can carry that. that good grief! Let me try that again. A charge that can carry a maximum... Yeah, tell me about it. Laugh. you got to laugh the absurd, I'm telling you. That can carry a maximum prison sentence of 20 years. The trio were previously charged by criminal complaint, and all three were ordered detained after magistrate judges ruled they posed a danger to the community and should be held without bond. Okay. There's more. None of the three have entered pleas in that case. Yet. The case against the three Oath Keepers is the first of its kind, so as far as the FBI combs through more than 200,000 videos and photos to investigate people who took part in the siege. Oh, excuse me. Ooh, that came out of nowhere. To date, more than 135 people have been arrested in connection with the January 6th breach by supporters of then-President Donald Trump. I wish people would stop saying that. Antifa is not, does not support Donald Trump. Which left five people dead and sent members of Congress rushing to safety. Trump was impeached by the House a week later. Excuse me. Sorry, folks. Here we go again. Trump was impeached by the House a week later on a charge of inciting insurrection with a speech to supporters protest before they stormed the Capitol. I'm going to stop right there. That's it. Newsmax just, just just royally pissed me off. They're distorting the facts. Oh no wonder. This wasn't a Newsmax story originally. This came back. This came from Reuters. So I I, I apologize to, for uh, to I'll apologize right now and state that Newsmax did not write this garbage shit, this garbage crap. They just happened to get a hold of it. Well. Go ahead, Mike. As I just said, oh, you know, I mean. Oh, I thought you were, I thought you, I thought you had sometimes. some comments to make there, bub. No, 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 no. I just said mistakes can be made, you know. I mean, you, you were reading a story, you would just you know, you was, I don't want to say assumed, but you thought it came from Newsmax, you know? 
but apparently, no, it came from, well, people don't think of it that way, but Reuters is a mainstream media, drive-by media, you know, organization. And it has been for God knows how long. Yeah, Cherokee Rose uh, agrees with with that because Cherokee Rose said, wow, yeah, Reuters is slanted. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Reuters, the Associated Press, Reuters, there's one that we don't hear much from anymore. United Press International. I don't know whatever happened to them. USA Today. No. That's Gannett news. That's Gannett newspapers. Ah. That's not UPI. Oh, okay. No. I was I know. giving you an example of another newspaper. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of those you don't really hear from, but they're still oh. considered. You know, they they're still considered mainstream media. You know. Oh yeah. Now, now, Cherokee Rose just said something in, on on Periscope that makes a lot of sense. It's crazy that Newsmax would use Reuters. It's Russian owned or has ties to Russian media. And Iggy Mom has joined us on D Live. Hello, Iggy. Nice to see you. And she says hello to you, Mike, and to Gunslinger as well. So, yo yo yo. Oh, by the way, there's that link in the chat room. That's the one. I, that's the little leather thing. I'm take a look at it. From Amazon. Fix my chat room. Uh, I'll take a look at <clears> it here. But still. To to disparage Reuters like that. Wow, that is nice. Accurate. Very cool. Yep. Outside temperature on the left and the inside temperature on the right. And your little forecast in the middle. Pretty cool. Definitely. Gives the barometric pressure a whole bit. Not bad at all. Well, given what, what, what given Reuters' uh, slant on 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 this, I, I shudder to think what you know what how this is going to affect Oath Keepers as a whole. Because anytime an organization like Oath Keepers gets slanted like that, it's it's wrong. And it'll always be wrong. Any thoughts, gentlemen? Go ahead, guy. No, well, you know, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it's these people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing what they what they can do. The media and all this stuff have has they're tied together. Like I said, they're they're tied together like a gigantic big black widow spider web. They're all tied into one. 
okay, yeah, sure, they got different branches out here and different, you know, different, you know, news and news outlets and all this shit. But technically, they're really all tied into one, and they're just they're biased, they're two faced, you know. They don't want to report the accurate news. I mean. Uh, you would just think about it if they did. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> Go ahead. Hmm. Tell me about it, Mike. <clears throat> but they're like they like you said, John. They remind me of the old Batman villain, Harvey Dent, Two Face. You know, you know, split personality, and and basically the 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 relationship the media has where the Democrats in particular is incestuous. There are a number of former Democratic guys that were uh, Clinton's guys, uh, uh, Obama's guys, that went from their administration to a job on CNN or, or MSNBC or whatever, you know, and when, and probably there will be other guys that will do the same thing. Because you, you know what's going to happen. Those press secretaries, they tend to get burned out really fast, right? You know? And, and with, 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 the, with, with Joe Biden, I'm going to go ahead and say the Jim Socking lady. That is his press secretary right now. She ain't gonna be here long, and and she's probably gonna end up with a job at some either think tank or some or CNN or MSNBC or maybe writing something for the New York Times or the Washington Post or the Washington, you know, whatever, you know. Or even where I don't know where the hell she's from. So, you know, that's the incestuous nature of the whole situation with the mainstream media and the Democrats. You know, not only do they cover for each other, particularly one sided with the, the media and the Democrats, uh, but they go they can go from one thing one person one place to the other, you know, and back again. And not even blink an eye. That's how things work. Back to you, George. Well, unfortunately, sad but true. Sad but true. Well, gentlemen, <clears throat> this is going to this is going to uh, be a bit rough to read. But apparently, Pelosi wants security money to face enemy within House. Get this. More money is needed to protect lawmakers from threats of violence coming from an enemy within Congress. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said Thursday, a startling acknowledgement of how tensions over safety have escalated since this month's Capitol attack. Hold on a second. I got a feeling this is a Reuters piece, too. No, this is Associated Press. 
check this. They're saying by supporters of former President Donald Trump. Another slanted piece. The California Democrat told reporters she thinks Congress will need to provide more money, quote, unquote, for more security for members when the enemy is within the House of Representatives, a threat that members are concerned about. Yeah, right. Asked to clarify what she meant, Pelosi said, it means that we have members of Congress who want to bring guns on the floor and have threatened violence on other members of Congress. Pelosi's remarks underscored how anxiety about security has remained high in Congress since Trump supporters, alleged Trump supporters, it was actually Antifa, uh, January 6th assault on the Capitol, which led to five deaths. Lawmakers, including some who voted for this month's House impeachment of Trump, have reported receiving threats. Now, folks, I'm re- I'm going to I'm going to pause for reading this for just a moment. Again, this is put out by the Associated Press, and it has a left-leaning slant, which is unfortunate. The apprehension ha- has taken on clear partisan undertones. Some Republicans have loudly objected to having to pass through newly installed metal detectors before they enter the House chamber, while Pelosi has proposed fining lawmakers who bypass the devices. <coughs> Pelosi did not say whom she meant by her reference to an enemy within the House, and a spokesperson provided no examples when asked. Earlier this month, the HuffPost website reported that Representative Andy Harris, Republican from Maryland, set off a newly installed metal detector while trying to enter the House chamber and was found to be carrying a concealed gun. Other Republicans have also talked about carrying firearms, which lawmakers are permitted to do, though not on the House or Senate floors. Pelosi said she was meeting Thursday with retired Lieutenant General Russell Honore, who is leading a security review of the Capitol. She said he was examining ways to protect lawmakers in terms of their service here, their service home, their transportation in between. Lawmakers have already been told they can tap accounts they use for office expenses for some security steps. The campus has been surrounded by barrier fences and patrolled by National Guard troops, and new internal security procedures have been put in place, such as the installation of more screening devices. The public is barred from carrying firearms on Capitol grounds, but members of Congress can keep guns in their offices or transport them on the campus if they're unloaded and securely wrapped. On Wednesday, the Department of Homeland Security issued a National Terrorism Bulletin warning of the possibility of more violence from people motivated by anti-government sentiment after President, excuse me, after dictator Joe Biden's election. <coughs> the department did not cite any specific plots. Mike, I'll tell you what I mean by why I said that, why I corrected that in this, after I'm done. 
<laughs> I don't think you were here for, for, for that round. Uh, a Senate trial on whether to punish Trump is set to begin next month following his House impeachment on a charge of inciting the insurrection at the Capitol. Trump made incendiary remarks to a throng of supporters that day, urging them to march to the building. Lawmakers at the time were formally certifying Biden's election victory, tainted, which Trump has repeatedly attributed to fraud. Now, having read that this, this obviously... Uh, slanted story. Uh, the reason I I I, I started when I when I, I started reading President Joe Biden, and I corrected myself and said Dictator Biden. Let me explain why I said that. And for some that may not have heard me the other night when I brought this up, Joe Biden back in October made a statement, made a comment that anyone who legislates by executive order is a dictator. Well, guess what? If the shoe fits, fucking wear it. Preferably stuck up, preferably stuck somewhere where the sun don't shine, but, you know, it's, you know, that's, you know, just, you know. You can't win a mile. You know, but but he, the thing oh, is, fact, he, he made the. Fact, go ahead. Back four years ago, he was back before back before Trump got elected. He was a vice dictator. If you want, if you want, technically, because remember, Obama. What did he say? He said, "I've got a phone and a pen." saying that, well, I'm going to do all this stuff by executive order. So if he's calling him, if he's calling Trump a dictator, well, what do you call Obama? Well, he didn't specify who. He did not specify who. Okay. Ah. Hang on a second here. Tell you what I'm going to do. Let me pull this up here. Let's see now. Try and find. Oh, wait a minute. What's this? Now, Sean Hannity. Made mention of this. Candidate, then he was then candidate 
Biden says you can't legislate by executive order unless you're a dictator. In October, all right, he made that comment at the time. Now, Joe Biden's rhetoric came back to haunt him after he's after the the dictator. It says president, but I'm re, I'm replacing it with dictator because of what he said. Signed a flurry of executive orders, despite a video clip showing the Democrats saying such actions are the hallmarks of a dictator on the campaign trail. So, I have this strange notion, we are a democracy. If you can't get the votes, you can't legislate by executive order unless you're a dictator. We're a democracy. We need consensus. This is what Biden said. Okay, so, You can't legislate by executive order unless you're a dictator. Well, what's he been doing? Some 37 to 40 executive orders and actions that basically he's legislating from the executive office. So I guess he, without realizing it, was talking about himself too. Right or wrong? He was talking about Obama, right or wrong? <clears throat> Even though he targeted that comment at Donald Trump, <laughs> you know, actions have consequences. Elections have consequences. Mm-hmm. His words are coming back to haunt him. And what's going to happen? That boy is going to end up costing Democrats seats in 2022. He keeps signing executive orders. He's a dictator. Yeah. And it's been yep. it's been proven that the attack on January 6th was planned a week ahead of time and that Antifa was behind it. But yet, the lamestream media keeps pushing that stupid fucking asinine narrative that it was Trump supporters to demonize Trump supporters. You know, if you people want Trump supporters that you demonize to vote for you, you just cost yourself millions of votes. And you probably cost yourself a whole bunch of votes from your own party because... Wait for it. Wait for it. You said, Biden, about legislating... By executive order. 
Only dictators do that kind of thing, right? That's basically what you said in a nutshell. Hmm. Sucks to be a dictator, doesn't it, Joe Biden? <laughs> it sucks to be Joe Biden, period. <laughs> just, yeah. no, just another one of these, I don't want to say idiotic statements. I mean... I mean, think about it. How many how many statements has he made that have, that have come back to bite him in the ass? You know, I mean, go off go off your patio and shoot your uh, gun in the air, shoot your shotgun in the air. You know, you can't go to a Dunkin' Donuts or a or a, or a Seven Eleven without having a, a slight Indian accent, etc., etc., etc. You know, and and now this. I mean, and that's where look. That's where I went back when I said when he was Obama's vice, well, perpetrator. Wouldn't that make him the vice, a vice dictator? Because think about it. How much really real legislating did Obama do? When he was in office, what did he say? I've got a phone and a pen, meaning he was going to legislate through executive order. So if he's calling himself a dictator or a Trump dictator and by extension himself a dictator, shouldn't he shouldn't that be put on to Obama as well? Because Obama basically ruled through, uh, uh, you know, executive orders, if I'm not mistaken. Well, let's George? see. Um, executive actions, executive orders. Uh, let me see. How can we put this? Let's see now. Number, the total number in, in 2009 that he signed was 39. Wait a minute. Let me, let me go through the whole, all the way through here, because it, it, it gives a grand total. Uh... Scrolling through. And the last one he signed was on January 17th at uh, 2020. He was still technically in the Oval Office. In eight years, he, he, Obama signed 276 executive orders. Uh-huh. 276. Okay. Now I'm going to go back and look at how many his predecessor signed. All right. 
a whopping grand total. His last one, January 16th, 2009. George W. Bush only signed 28 executive orders in his two terms. Only 28. Hmm. Hmm. But Obama signed 276. Okay. Now, going to Donald Trump. All right. And, okay. Not as many as Obama, but he certainly signed a lot in four years. He signed in four years. Donald Trump signed 220. His last one was January 19th. Well, here, here, here's one thing. The reason, we've got to look at the reason that he had to sign all of these is because of what the rest of the yahoos fucked up. Okay, he had to sign those in order to straighten the economy out, put everybody back to work, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I, yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't even more, really, because he inherited a, a clusterfuck of fuck-ups done by the previous administrations. Okay, all the way back to blowjob, probably. So, yeah, it would have to be a lot of executive order to correct the fuck-ups that they did, that he inherited. Does that make sense? I hope. Mm-hmm. Now, now, remember how the Democrats were, were, were pissing and moaning that he didn't do it, that he wasn't doing anything about the, about the COVID-19 situation and everything? Well, December 8th, 2020, okay... He signed an executive order ensuring access to United States government COVID-19 vaccines. Gee, Democrats, you're absolutely right. He didn't do enough. That's why he signed that executive order. Are you kidding? Really? Well, son of a bitch, he did more than Biden's going to do because Biden just kicked his own teeth down his throat. He's backpedaling on his, on what he said about, about vaccines. So, who did more? I think Trump did, personally. But here's the thing. In an eight-year period, Obama signed 276 executive orders. More than three-quarters, if not all, were unconstitutional, but never challenged. That's the problem with, with that. 276 executive orders, many of which, if not all, were unconstitutional and never challenged.
So okay, and and George George Gunn is right. You go back to blowjob Clinton. Clinton had uh, three hundred and sixty-four executive orders. Hmm. The last one he had, yeah. he got, was on the eighteenth of of uh, one eighteen two thousand and one, number three hundred and sixty-four. So he had a bunch of executive orders that he signed. From the time he got in office to the time he got out. Yeah. So. But according to Biden, if you if you legislate by executive order, you're a dictator. Yep. So apparently, Bill Clinton was a dictator. Well, in more ways than one. (laughs) No comment. If you get my drill. I got it. I got it. Oh, brother. Uh, we've got a caller from the 904 area code. 904, go ahead. Hi, this is George. Hey, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, you must have forgot who I was already. I had called you a show not too long ago. Yeah, and you've been away for a while. What the heck happened? You you forgot where we were? I just... Uh, I just, I just been busy to be honest with you. It's been working uh-huh. school, working school, pretty much. No, I, I, I get doing? it. I get it. You know, people, you know, people get busy and they, they got shit to do. I, trust me, I understand. Yeah, that's all it was. But how, how are you guys? So, basically, uh, to bring up the speed, Joe Biden said back in October that if you legislate by executive order, you're a dictator. Surprise, surprise. Right. So that means that that when Barack Obama held the presidency hostage for eight years, he was legislating by executive order, and obviously he was a dictator. Yep. And Mm -hmm. Biden was his vice dictator. And this this is why the average person hates politics, because of hypocrisy like that. And this goes on both the left and the right, to be honest with you. It's not just by him, but it just it, goes on by the left and the right. I, I really think that it has to come to a place where people on the right and people on the left have to come together to have common sense discussions once again. Well, I think that the reason why there's a huge, huge, huge division between both sides, it's really because of the media and the politicians. That's the best thing I can tell you. That's why I, at my heart of hearts, I, that is truly what I think it is. The, the, like, the, like, media is literally telling people how to think, when to think, what to, th- what to think, and, 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 and what narrative to run with. That's what I think is going on. Well, the mainstream media this is, for, this for is, a this long time, uh, partner, has, has, has done that. I mean, they 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 tell you what they tell you what what they think, and in a subtle way and a roundabout way, they basically tell the American people, well, this is how you're supposed to, this is what you're how you're supposed to think, and this is how you will think, because we think this is the way this is how we think, so this is how you should think. 
the Democrats feel this way, so we feel this way, and now you have to feel this way. And I'm like, fuck, no. I don't have to think or feel any fucking way except the way I fucking feel and think. Right, right. And if nobody likes it, they can kiss my Royal American Red Rosy Cherokee Indian fat ass. Mm. And totally that's the agree. way I see it, but that's just me. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a, kind of a, kind of a, kind of a positive thinker in that respect, or, or a a, a uh, uh, realist. Uh, George, uh, George, as long as you don't have to put a sign on your ass saying "oversized load" and hire your rotator, you'd be okay. <laughs> I was just starting to puff on my cigarette when you said that I had to let the smoke right. I couldn't even take I couldn't even and take trust, the cigarette. You know, you know, because... you know the, 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 the big rotators, <laughs> they, they, they 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 can they can pick up a hundred thousand pounds. So you're you're I'm sure you're within the well within that range. No, no, just you, you a, know what I would a... need to do? I would have to like a fanny pack, I'd put it put a sign on the back hanging off of the back of my ass that says wide load. No, no big problem. Major gas leak, major problem. Big problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can safely say, beware of farts. That's what the sign should read. Beware of farts. And trust me. Maybe that. Maybe we should get. Maybe we should give that sign to Mister. Swalwell there. Oh, Eric Fartwell? Yeah. Yeah. Can can I ask you guys a question? You just did, but you can ask another one if you like. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to know, I mean, this is going to be such a random question, but I just wanted to know, what is your opinion on the state of CNN? In terms of what do you think you about the Clown News Network news outlet? Is it fair to continue calling them such? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll respond, and then I'll get I'll I'll have Gunslinger respond and Mike respond to that question. It's simple. I've got various various little nicknames, some of which were given by others that I've adopted, but nicknames nonetheless, and they are Clown News Network. Constipated News Network, Confused News Network, Corrupt News Network, Communist News Network. There's five right there. Okay? So, what do I think of CNN? They're not a news organization. They're the propaganda tool for the Democratic National Committee. Period. They are the propagandists for the left. So is MSNBC. Now, before I go any further, and before I go to Gunslinger for his comments, um, Cherokee Rose said in in regards to the uh, the orders, yes, Trump had to undo what Obama did. He sure did, and he had a lot to undo. And he said he wasn't even done yet. Uh, Gunslinger? 
Well, yeah, I mean, you you pretty much. I was going to say Communist News Network, but yeah, they're all they're all fitting uh, labels for these left wing wacko jackos jackoffs because that's exactly what they are. Uh, you know how um, um, Mark Dice loves to make fun of what is that Brian Selter or whatever his name is? Yeah, Brian Selter. You know, yeah. I think it's hilarious, you know, it, it, because they're all left wing. They're all way out there in left field, which is beyond the Twilight Zone, Wickenville, <laughs> Dumbassville, Dipshitville. Okay, because they they none of them none none of them makes any sense, and they're always constantly ragging was ragging on Trump. Of course, what do you expect from the left left wing when you're trying to do something good? For the country, not doing it for himself. Okay, he's not making himself look good. Okay, he was uh, President Trump, which I still think he's president, and I will always refer him to as President Trump, not that cocksucker in the fucking White House. Okay, but you see what he? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear. You know, any of these, you know, crazy ass ones that you know are always demonizing everything that's good that he did. Okay. Well, you know, left wing, what do you expect? I mean, you can't make everybody happy, of course, but when you're out there and you're doing every day, every day in, day out, they had something to fucking say negatively about President Trump. It's fucking crazy. Is there any, wasn't there not any other news going on in the world? But they had to concentrate on him. Just like the, you know, the, the people in the swamp there. Uh, they demonized him for four fucking years. I wouldn't want to be in that man's shoes. I swear to God, if I had the power, I would turn around and sue every motherfucking one of them son bitches. If it took this time next century for what they did, they need to be dealt with and they need to pay for what they did. However means, go ahead. Well, they demonized the. They even demonized the Trump supporters. On top of it all. So it wasn't just Trump that they demonized. That it was all of us that supported him, too. Mike, yeah, I know you no, said you're, no. I know, Mike, you said you're going to, you got, you got to take off. So I want to give you a chance to, uh, to, to speak your mind on the, on, on the question that, uh, was, that the caller raised. So far away. Well, yeah. And that's, that's the thing. But again, the thing is, is we want to see these, people have some repercussions of this stuff but the problem with that is they're not going to because t- we made fun of John Edwards when he said there were two diff- when he said there were two Americas remember that George Edwards said there were two Americas well there are two Americas there's the elite and there's the smelly Walmart shopper type people you know and they look down on us that we go to Walmart and Costco and all these places and because they're good deals and but we go there, you know, and they look down on us and they get, it, 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 there is two Americas, they get away with basically murder at times and, and nothing happens to them. And, you know, like I've said it before, if 
if we did half of the stuff that Joe Biden has done, we'd be under the jail. Or yeah. if we did yeah. half of the stuff the Clintons have done, yeah. we'd be under the jail, you know. But they got away with it, right? So that's the thing. These people get away with murder, and you cannot argue with it. Yeah, but what? But the question that was raised is, what? What do you think of CNN? Well, CNN is done as a news channel, and it's been done for a long time. And now that AT and T owns it, and if they continue to not make money, CNN. AT&T is going to do one of two things with it. They're going to either sell it to somebody who will try to make money out of it, or they'll shut it down. Just shut it down. That's how it works with AT&T. So uh, from what I understand from the people I've talked to that have worked for AT&T and stuff like that, that's that's how it works with AT&T, you know, with, yeah. with Bell, you know. But, so, but but do you, so do you agree that that, that, that they that they their their left slant their left leaning slant is what's garnered them uh, the plummeting ratings that they've that they've had for for a long time and yep. uh, do the monikers that I mentioned those five uh, monikers that that I mentioned do they fit CNN to a T? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I mean, you could even. You could even say the blowjob uh, news network, you know. Well, it would have to be. Hey. It would have to start with a C. So. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the Clinton, Clinton News Network. Th- there's another one. I yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> the Clinton News Network. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. And, and that's and that's the thing. These guys. This and look. And now we're. I've heard, I, mean, I don't know, I know you heard this, George, but I've seen it floating around the Internet that a lot of the airports have now are now thinking about not having CNN playing incessantly on their TVs. No, 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 no. You know? It's not the airports. CNN itself is pulling the plug on that. Oh, CNN made that decision. I wonder why. Yeah, no, I, I heard about that, why. and it was this. It was the new. It was the. It, it was CNN itself that decided to pull the plug on the uh, airport feeds. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're if you're a net, if you're a supposed news network like CNN, and your ratings are dropping like a fucking stone, do you really think it's economical? cost-effective to give free broadcasting in an airport of your network if your if your ratings are going right down the crapper I don't think so I don't think well, so. How, how'd they get those how'd they get those high ratings anyway in the first place because it was it was a small network and all of a sudden they're in every damn airport across the nation well, here, here's the thing. When CNN first started in June of 1980, they were the only cable news channel available at the time. As the years went on, MSNBC came along. So now they were competing with another news organization. 
that was established between Microsoft and NBC News. Microsoft pulled the pulled their pulled pulled out of the deal, but they kept the name MSNBC. Now, short time later, Fox News came along. Well, now you've got three cable news networks at this point. They're all vying for ratings. And what happens? People are going to flip the channels. They're going to go back and forth, back and forth. They're going to be looking, 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 looking. And what do they find? Okay, CNN. Let's see what how, what their take is on, on this story. Okay, that, okay, let me go over to MSNBC and what, see what their take is on it. Okay, well, let's go over to Fox News and see what their take is on it. Okay. And, and people are going to pick and choose the network that they're going to watch. Uh, ultimately, for many years, as the upstart network at the time, and this is when they, they were actually a conservative, they were a conservative network, until late, uh, until recently, uh, they dominated in the ratings. They trounced MSNBC and CNN. Combined, between those two networks, they couldn't even come close to the ratings that Fox News was garnering. And then Fox News went and did something absolutely fucked up and stupid. They decided on their midday program, Outnumbered, when they had... Former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, on their show, what happened? He brought up George Soros and how George Soros' money was 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 going into the campaigns of all these DAs and everybody and all these politicians and so on and so on. Well, these two liberal ladies decided they didn't want to hear about George Soros. So they told one of them said to him outright, Well, you we don't you don't need to bring George Soros into the conversation. All of a sudden, there was dead silence for several seconds, and then George, then he then he started, you know, he said, "Well, why not?" You know, and so forth. And then the second liberal douchebag, she decides to agree with the the first one and say, "Well, no, we we don't need to bring him into this." And then there was more silence until Harris Faulkner decided to go to a break. The next day, Harris Faulkner's apologizing for what happened. But the damage had been done. The leaning toward liberal, the, the liberal side of the spectrum on the part of Fox News became apparent. And then, the 2020 election, Fox News torpedoed its ratings by calling Arizona way, way too soon. For, for Joe Biden and that's what hurt them the most they just from that from that point on the, the ratings started going downhill and they have not survived they have not come back up since so between those three cable news networks there's not enough ratings to to make them even remotely viable so to so caller let me put it to you like this okay you raise the question about CNN well you can't you can't talk about CNN without without bringing up the other two networks. Now, having said that, over the years, One American News Network came into play. Okay? Now, One American News Network is a conservative news network. Newsmax, except when they 
take stories from the Associated Press and Reuters, for the most part, they are they lean conservative. And CNN doesn't like it because they're up and they're these two networks are up and coming. They're 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 the upstart networks. Their ratings are coming up 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 up. While CNN's is going down 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 down, and what happens? CNN decides they're going to call for Verizon, AT&T, Comcast, and a couple of others to take they these two channels off of their off of their their uh, cable networks. Why? Because they're scared shitless because of the ratings drop that they're experiencing and the ratings increase on the part of both Newsmax and One American News. And because One American News has literally exposed a lot of the shit that's going on in politics, the Democrats don't like them, CNN doesn't like them, MSNBC doesn't like them, Fox, I don't know what they like, so I can't really say for them. So, uh, bottom lining it, as far as I'm concerned, CNN, they're, they're garbage. MSNBC is a joke. And Fox News, because of what's happened with them and what they've done, has, I, I, I have no respect for them anymore. Absolutely none. And, and George, and you mentioned those other two, but there's a third one that have been that YouTube has been throttling a little bit lately, and that's a RSBN. Okay, right they're, they're, but, 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 whoa, 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 but, but, but wait a minute. No, we're talking about an, on actual cable TV and satellite okay, TV, yeah. not and, something and that's just YouTube-based. Well, here's the deal, though. Are you talking about CNN t- telling the... Uh, Telling, telling AT and T, well, well, to get rid of them off their, to get rid of uh, OANN and uh, and Newsmax off their, off their, you know, cable systems. Well, I mean, if I'm if I'm AT and T, yeah, I may be liberal, but you're I own you CNN, so I. If I'm AT&T, I own you, CNN. You're not going to tell me who I'm going to have on my cable system. But, you know, but that's I don't how, know that's, if that's how a liberal network that, thinks. But, Mike, you have, to, you have to take that and you have mm-hmm. to remember. CNN doesn't give a shit who their owner is. They're, they're, they're seeing their ratings mm-hmm. fall because of Newsmax and One American News. Because their their ratings are coming up and CNNs keep going down, so they're going to go to their to to their owners and say pull the plug on these two. Because CNN has been around longer and all this other shit, you know they're going they're going to try and justify the 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 call for them to be dropped. And obviously AT and T is not dropping. Them, okay. And neither is uh, neither is Verizon or Comcast. Now I'll tell you something. I don't need cable television to watch One American News or Newsmax. Newsmax, through their website, 
is offered up free of charge. So Newsmax TV is available online. I can go to a website and watch One American News where I don't even need to worry about whether they're on my cable or, or satellite service. Okay? But the thing is, this is what CNN is afraid of. They're afraid that One American News and Newsmax are going to keep coming up in the ratings and push them down to the point where they go out of business. And they're afraid that that's what's going to happen. That's why they're making the call the way they do. That's why Brian Stelzer over at CNN has repeatedly called for the destruction of One American News and CNN Newsmax. They're even go, they're even having the nerve to go after uh, social media outlets, which is what RS, which is what right side broadcasting is. Right side broadcasting is is strictly internet based. They're not on cable television or satellite TV. So they're not even worried about them necessarily, but they want to see RSBN. Uh, they want to see, hell if they if they were to have heard if, if if CNN hears about here's should let's say CNN hears about Firefox News Online and Firefox News Online is is doing better than they are. Well, guess what? They're going to come after me and my network because they they don't they don't want a conservative network on the air. And that's what it really comes down to. They want to bury conservative networks. Because they want to dominate the, the industry. They want to monopolize the industry. That's really what it boils down to. They want the monopoly. Yeah. And frankly, that's what that's what these people should go at, be going after them on is uh, particularly YouTube and CNN and stuff with monop, you know, antitrust stuff. But hey, that's just me. All right, George, I'm gonna call it for myself at least. So. All right, uh, Mike. Well, you take it easy, you, brother. See you Monday. Yep, we'll see you on Monday. Hopefully, you'll feel your 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 ankle will feel much better by uh, come Monday too. So, you know, do what you got to do to take care of yourself and uh, have a good weekend. All right. So, let's move it along here, as the saying goes. Well. Here's something that uh, people are going to be squawking about, I'm sure. Apparently, uh, Biden signs an executive order, abortion funds for foreigners. Really? Okay. Now, this is being put out by Newsmax. But they got it from us from the Associated Press, so be prepared for a slight a slight left slant in this. I'm sure. Joe Biden on Thursday rescinded a regulation that barred U.S. foreign aid from being used to perform or promote abortions. 
His decision, while expected, was cheered by abortion choice advocates and some humanitarian groups and denounced by anti-abortion groups. The move also included a restoration of American funding to the UN Population Fund and withdraws the U.S. from an international accord that promotes anti-abortion policies. The steps came just a week after he was inaugurated and fulfills a campaign pledge to reverse a policy that previous Republican presidents, including his immediate predecessor, Donald Trump, had, had, had insta in instated immediately on taking office. The policy, known as the Mexico City Rule, after the place where it was first announced at an international population conference, or the global gag rule, has been a political ping-pong ball, bouncing back and forth between Republican and Democratic presidents since it was first enacted in 1985 during President Ronald Reagan's second term. These excessive conditions on foreign and development assistance undermine the United States' efforts to advance gender equality globally by restricting our ability to support women's health and programs that prevent and respond to gender-based violence, Biden said in a memorandum to his cabinet. The expansion of the policy has also affected all other areas of global health assistance, limiting the United States' ability to work with local partners around the world and inhibiting their efforts to confront serious health challenges such as HIV-AIDS, tuberculosis, and malaria, among others, he said. Such restrictions on global health assistance are particularly harmful in light of the coronavirus disease 2019 pandemic. According to Biden's determination, accompanying Biden's determination, sorry, was a decision to restore funding to the United Nations Population Fund, which Trump had ended over its alleged support for forced abortions and sterilizations in China. The fund has denied those allegations. The year before Trump terminated the funding, the U.S. had provided $69 million to the UNFPA. In addition, Biden directed the State Department and Department of Health and Human Services to withdraw from the so-called Geneva Consensus, an October 2020 document signed by 34 countries that sought to promote anti-abortion policies and others deemed pro-family worldwide. The consensus had been, so, been co-sponsored by the U.S. and was signed by numerous nations critics consider to be undemocratic or authoritarian. Critics of Trump's policies say they had hurt women's reproductive health care and contributed to poverty worldwide. Supporters argue they are essential to preserve the sanctity of life. Trump had expanded the Mexico City rule to include nearly all federal health funding, but its effects were felt most abroad, where U.S. assistance can be an essential part of a country's health care spending. 
Although supporters of the policy argue that the overall amount of U.S. health care aid was not affected, critics maintained it contributed to a rise in pregnancy-related complications as well as other issues by forcing some, credit, some clinics to reduce broader health services, including for HIV, AIDS, tuberculosis, malaria, and other infectious diseases if they wanted to retain funding. Reaction to Biden's decision was swift and sharp even before it was officially announced. Abortion rights groups and Democratic lawmakers hailed it as key to improving women's health while anti-abortion groups denounced it as immoral and unnecessary. The global gag rule has had a sweeping effect on life-saving health care in some of the most vulnerable parts of the world, said Senator Jean Sheehan, Democrat from New Hampshire, the only woman on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. It is shameful that the Trump administration chose not to, chose not chose to not only implement but exponentially expand this ill-conceived policy to historic proportions. She called it an important first step to restore access to family planning services and mitigate the damage caused by an administration that pursued this dangerous policy without regard for its impact. Doctors Without Borders which has spoken out against the Mexico City policy, welcomed the move but said more must be done to address the global health crisis. While we are relieved to see a halt to this dangerous policy, there is much more work to do to mitigate the damage we have witnessed. Rescinding the global gag rule is just a first step, it said. Millions of women still don't have access to safe abortion care, because of restrictive laws, cost, stigma, and stigma, a lack of trained providers or other unnecessary barriers, such as mandatory waiting periods or misleading information. Anti-abortion groups and lawmakers were equally as stringent in their con- condemnation. U.S. foreign policy and the foreign entities we fund with billions of dollars in grant money should consistently affirm, care for, and tangibly assist women and children, including unborn baby girls and boys, said Representative Chris Smith, Republican from New Jersey, who has been one of the most vocal abortion opponents in Congress. Funneling U.S. tax dollars to abortion groups overseas is an abhorrent practice that flies in the face of the unity Joe Biden and Kamala Harris promised to inspire, said Marjorie Dannenfelser, the president of the Susan B. Anthony List, which seeks to elect anti-abortion candidates to Congress and other offices. Echoing the comments of others, she blasted the Biden administration for once again allowing taxpayer money to fund abortions, maintaining the move was back was payback for a group of abortion industry giants that support the president's campaign for president. Pushing abortion on other nations is not compassion. It is ideological neo-colonialization, said Leela Rose of Live Action, a national anti-abortion group. This decision is a dark day for our nation. 
it will lead to more deaths of more children, and for that, Joe Biden should be ashamed. I know what I'm about to say is, is going to be very unpopular. And what I'm about to say may, may not sound... Uh, may not sound too kosher. But bottom lining it, abortion, in my personal opinion, this is just me. I can't speak for anyone else. Abortion to me is murder. The only time, and I mean this, the only time it should ever even be remotely considered is when the life of the mother is in jeopardy. And there's no other choice. And all other options have been explored. But abortion is the only option that seems to get put on the table every single time. And I'm sorry. But that's how I feel. You know, I don't like the idea of, you know, just arbitrarily deciding, oh, I didn't want this child, so I'll just abort it. Done. And as far as, you know, an emergency situation, only, as I said, and only in extreme very extreme emergencies should it ever be considered as a last resort. Exhaust all other options first before you make that final decision. And even then, you better make damn sure you're making the right decision and the parents are fully aware of what's to, what's to come. Again, that's just my opinion. That's just my heartfelt personal opinion. Now, uh, Cherokee Rose, watching on Periscope.tv, said, Yep, so wrong for taxpayers to be funding any abortions. Disgusting. And no, taxpayers should not be funding abortions. I'm sorry, taxpayer money should not be going to that. That's the one thing I will definitely say loud and clear. Now, I don't see her do this very often, but Cherokee Rose put in three angry emojis following that comment she made. And the last comment she made was, exactly, abortion is murder. Now, Cherokee Rose, I hope you understand where I come, that what I just said comes from the heart. I don't, I don't want to see abortion used as, as the only option on the table in a life or death situation. Other options should be well explored and, and exhausted long before that Ever even becomes remotely necessary. But again, that's just my opinion. All right. 
Going to the phones at 347-945-5747. 904 area code. We'll start with you on, on your comments regarding this story, and then I'll get gunslingers. Nine oh four, are you with me? There, but not there. Okay, gunslinger, going to you. Well, you know, it, you know, look at who you're dealing with here, Joe Blow, and the Camel Ho is who you're blow, who, who who you're dealing with. You know, I said last night with those those papers that came out of uh, dictator Biden's daughters, uh, you know, her writings and everything from her journal and everything, whatever, it clearly indicates that she was molested as a child by who? (laughs) Dictator Biden. Okay. You can clearly read it. It was verified by handwriting experts. She actually said that in her diaries. Okay. So look at the fucking kind of white trash that you're fucking dealing with. Anybody that would molest their own daughter, <laughs> damn. Ay, 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 Of course they're going to be for abortion. Of course they're going to be for all this shit. You know that? They are very immoral people. Very evil. And you see exactly what they've done. They lie. They cheat. They'll do anything to get their agenda by stealing the presidency from the actual president, Donald J. Trump. Look what they've done for the past four years against that man. Demonized him. Lied. Made up shit. And did every fucking thing in their power. Now they're trying to impeach the motherfucker and he ain't even in the office anymore. On top of that. If that don't tell you what dementive, dumb fucks these people are, I don't know what will. The abortions, all this stuff, democratic uh, ideals again, remember, came out of the mind of a fucking Democrat, okay? Hey, that's, you know, it's downright murder. I mean, you've got, like, your governor there, <laughs> numb nuts. He wants to, he wants to pre- perform abortions. Three minutes before the child is born. Okay? Reach up in there, grab that motherfucker, choke it to death, cut it up, and drag it out. That's his philosophy. That is one sick motherfucker. He shouldn't be put into the insane asylum. He should be buried under it, under 10 tons of concrete. Okay? Just a start. Just a start. So anybody that thinks that, I mean, can you imagine that? I mean, at, at three minutes before the baby's born, that is a human being, okay? Now, maybe at first, within the first two or three weeks, it's just dividing cells. I'm not a doctor, okay? There, I do know that there's a point in the preg- pregnancy that the brain kicks in and the, and the organs start working. So actually, when the brain kicks in, you have a conscious. At that point, the it becomes a person. It becomes. It's already human, but it also. It, but it comes a conscious human. Okay. Prior to that, it's just cells dividing. Okay. It, you know. I don't know. It's that's 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 a up and up. You know. 
everybody has their different views on when the the consciousness kicks in. I say it's when the brain is fully developed because that's when it's starting to think. And prior to that, it doesn't think, okay? Because it can't because if it doesn't have the brain, and the brain is not the first one, first thing to form. There's other organs that form before the brain does, from my understanding. I'm not a doctor. But it is a human being from that point on. So when you do that, you get a fucking murderer. And you should you should get the death penalty. I mean, there ain't no doubt about it. you got to be a fucking fool to coddle these motherfuckers. Maybe you need it too. Or your mama should have swallowed. Go ahead. Well, Gunslinger, by the way, can you hear me okay? Coming right, Glare. Okay, because I'm on the handheld mic. I'm in the... I'm in the Firefox News Online kitchen getting a cup of coffee. So I wanted to make sure that I was heard. But, um, look, I'll bottom line this. As I said before, you know, there's no, unless it's a life, unless it's an extreme emergency where it's life or death, and all other options have been exhausted. Then and only then should abortion ever be even considered as a last fucking resort. But again, that's just me. I don't know of anyone, you know, any any action, any really. Uh, conscious human being with an ounce of integrity and, and brain matter that would say to their doctor well doctor I didn't want to get pregnant so we'll just we'll just ha- I'll just have an, I'll just get an abortion that's all there is to it sorry it's I mean it's it's insane that's what it is. It's insane. But you know, we can we can talk about this till the cows come home. And the only thing we're going to get is a lot of buffalo chips. Now, you know, Make my way back to the desk here. Try to anyway. Let's see here. There. Uh Cherokee Rose uh, in on Periscope says, "Oh my God, disturbing." Yep, and it is. It's very disturbing. And Cherokee Rose went on to say, "I'm with you on that, George. Last resort." You know, my mother made a decision because, you know, it was my sister. 
and my sister was, you know, was underage. I didn't like the idea, but at the same time, too, I also knew that she was, you know, she was, she, you know, she was a teenager. You know, so mom, you know, did what she felt she had. Mom did what she felt was was right at the time, and you know, um, it's not like it is today. You know. Children are getting younger and younger having babies. And I'm sorry. But at what point do parents get our at what point are parents allowed to do the um, have the talk? Have the talk. You know, the way it was said back in back when I was a kid. Uh, mom didn't agree with sex education being done in the school, for example. Uh, I don't agree with it. I don't think it's right. I don't think that sex education should be taught in school because, well, it takes it takes the duty of 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 having that discussion with their children out of the hands of the parents. So. When I was going to school in the 70s, and folks, I'm going to tell you something. We, we got our sex education talk from a psychologist and the school nurse. In other words, we got a school nurse teaching it and a therapist helping to teach it too. Really? Well, my mother was like, uh, no. If I, if that's if that talk is going to be had with my son, it's going to be done by his parents, not by the school nurse and a and, 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 a, and a therapist. Well, the school fought her on that. They actually fought with her about it. Threatened her, and they lost <clears throat> because she stood her ground. Do that today, however, and you get well, I, and you get slapped with a fine, or you get your kids taken away. Well, I guess it'd be all right. I guess it'd be all right if it had pictures. Did it have pictures? <laughs> well, well, now, wait, now, now, gunslinger, we're to, now. Let's, let's bear in mind we're talking about back in the seventies. Okay, you're you, you and I are in the same generation. When you were going to school, did the, did you get to, uh, sex education taught in school, or did your parents give you the talk? I don't think so. Well, my parents did the talk, but I don't I don't well, remember. See, there wasn't no and, sex and, education. And your parents didn't need any any pictures to show you, did they? Oh, no. Well, they explained it pretty good, didn't they? Much, you know, the birds and the bees and all that good stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know. The talk, the birds and the bees. Yeah, all those euphemism, all the euphemism uh, phrases for we're gonna talk about sex. Well, you know the old saying goes from back then. It said the birds and the bees make big fat trees. There you go. <laughs> I never heard that one before. Seriously. 
<laughs> and and uh, Cherokee Rose is saying uh, in, on, on uh, Periscope, I don't remember it in school either. But you see, that's the thing. In this, back in the 70s, here, uh, like here where I am, uh, they started, they, they would have sex education in school. A lot of parents, some felt very uncomfortable <clears throat> their children learning it in school. Others were okay with it as long as it was done, you know, in such a way that it wasn't, you know, frightening the piss out of the kid. Or, more to the point, you now, know, done respectfully. Well, well back in that time there, uh, I'm good. Well, here's what happened. See, the first day, the school nurse takes out of her, out of a bag, a stack of Trojan condoms. A stack of condoms. And says, now boys, if you, if you, when having sex, you have to wear one of these. We're all sitting there looking at that going, okay. The girls are all snickering. Well, girls will be girls. They snicker. When I got home, they actually sent us home with condoms. My mother blew her stack. In fact, I don't even think... My siblings didn't even know about, about this being done. My brother never was never told about it. I certainly didn't tell him, and I don't think my mother did either. My sisters didn't know about it. At least I don't think they did. But the school sent me home with two condoms. My mother blew her stack. I mean, let me put it this way, okay? For those of you watching on, on the video side, I'm holding up a package, for those of you listening on the radio side, a package of Staples uh, blank business cards, okay? The back of the package is, is bright red. That was how red my mother's face got when she got pissed. Her blood pressure rose, and if you ever saw, if you ever saw the cartoons where the face is starting to go up, up, up in red, and then it sounds like a, like a loud horn, and the steam's coming out of the ears, uh, trust me when I say that was mom. That's how she was with the school. Well, she called up the school. Kept me home from school the next day. Said I was sick. Not too far from the truth. I, um, I ate too much ice cream the night before. And I got a bellyache. So I was sick, but I wasn't sick sick. As far as mom was concerned, they were sick. She called the school nurse. Told the school nurse you ever send my son home with these kind of with these with these things ever again i will shove them down your throat and hung up the phone
school nurse never said a, a, another blessed word, and mom told them that she is not to that he that, that I was not to go to sex ed, sex. Ed, <clears throat> try again, George. Sex ed classes ever again in school. If he, if she said, if George wants to learn about the birds and the bees and all that good stuff, that's my job and that's my husband's job. She said. His father, his mother, will teach him, not the school. Dad wanted nothing to do with it. He didn't want to have that talk. And quite frankly, Mom really didn't want him talking about it anyway. You know, guys trying to teach, tell, the, tell their son about sex. We're guys. We're going to be crude. Well... Needless to say, uh, uh, Mom found out that I already knew all there was to know about sex anyway, long before I went to school and before she had a chance to really tell me. I'm not going to say how I learned it, but I, I learned it. But it, it's, it's, it's ironic that a lot of what the schools are doing today when it comes to sex ed, because nowadays parents just don't give a shit. Oh, you, you want to teach my kid about sex? Go right ahead. I don't care. I got to go to work. Parents are like that anymore. And what the kids learn in sex ed classes and what they talk about amongst themselves, a lot of times leads to disaster. But the schools will not admit fault. That's the sad reality of that. Well, according to One American News Network, Chuck the Schmuck the Dumbfuck, Schumer, says Dems will pass COVID relief bill with or without GOP. Okay. Well, the Senate Democrats said they're looking to pass a coronavirus relief package without Republican support. Majority Leader Senator Chuck the Schmuck, who don't give a fuck Schumer, spoke on the Senate floor Thursday. He announced the upper chamber will begin considering a Democrat-led COVID relief bill next week. Hold it! Back up the bus, Gus. They can't do that. If they're having a Senate impeachment trial, everything else has to stop. Just wanted to throw that out there real quick. Meanwhile... I feel like I'm reading a soap opera when, I, when it starts with, Meanwhile, down on the farm, back at the ranch, in the barn, laying in the haystack. Oh, sorry, I was going... The, the previous uh, stuff we were talking about was still in my head. Sorry, I almost said something rather inappropriate. I'll behave now. <laughs> sorry, folks. I'm having, it's, it's Thursday, it's my Friday, so I get to have more fun than usual. 
Okay, well, meanwhile, Republicans have criticized Joe Biden's expensive proposal as a Democrat wish list. Schumer added Democrats will seek to pass the $1.9 trillion bill on their own if Republicans don't recognize big action must be taken. Senator Schumer said, taking to Twitter, Everywhere you look, alarm bells are ringing, COVID is spreading, businesses are still closing, restaurants and bars are in crisis. We are in the midst of a once-in-a-century crisis. It requires once-in-a-century effort to overcome. Notice how he is blowing it way out of proportion. Although he is telling the truth in one respect, businesses are closing because of Democrats. That's the one part he leaves out. Restaurants and bars are in crisis because of Democrat lockdowns, something he fails to acknowledge as well. A once-in-a-lifetime, once-in-a-century crisis? Uh, that's kind of going a, going a bit uh, overboard as is saying it requires a once-in-a-century effort to overcome it. No. If the Democrats would just sit down, shut the fuck up, and stay out of the fucking way, and actually pay attention, this whole situation could have been easily dealt with. And far better than the Democrats are claiming it. But, you know, that's just me. Uh... Bear with me, my, my browser keeps jumping up and down like a friggin' pogo stick. hate when that happens. The dangers of, under, uh, of undershooting our COVID response are far greater than overshooting it. Huh? It's one of the most important lessons we learned from 2008 and 2009 when Congress was too timid in its response to the financial crisis. What does that have to do with this? Schumer, you're a fucking idiot. Although a bill typically requires 60 votes to advance, Democrats are seeking to pass the legislation through budget reconciliation, which only requires a simple majority. The Senate is currently split 50-50 with Vice President Kamala Hamilton Harris Poised to be the tiebreaker. Of course, you know which way she's going to turn. <sighs> Honestly, Chuck the Schmuck, who don't give a fuck, Schumer. You are an asshole. All right. So the, the Democrats are going to are going to get what they want as usual. Leaving the, the Democrat and and pretty much saying the Republicans don't have a say. It you know nothing they say can stop it. Blah blah blah. You know we're 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 in charge. We we run the, we run the roost. You're just an inconvenient issue, a problem that's in our that, that that's vocal. All right, there, gunslinger. What do you think, man? They're all a bunch of idiots, as usual. What do you expect? I mean, you, they just... 
they just a they. They are a they. <laughs> I mean, they go out there and they they do this. It's okay for them, but not you. And then the waste of taxpayers' money on this whole fucking thing is is ludicrous. Okay. They don't want, obviously, and I've said it, they don't want what's good for the people, okay? They underhand things, undermine things, go behind your back, stab stab you in the back. Well, what do you think they did to President Trump? Stab him in the back, among other things. So these radical cockroaches, that's all they are, is cockroaches now, Democratic cockroaches, by the way, uh time to get out the cockroach spray and neuter all these son of bitches okay because that's the only way that they're going to change how else are they going to ask them nicely (laughs) ask them not to cheat (laughs) yeah right that's like asking the sun not to come up okay it's not going to happen it's not going to happen and i've said this a zillion times now and i'll say it a zillion more times if something's not done this for what they've done there's not going to be any more elections in this country there's not going to be the more fair elections because they're going to corner the market because they know that they can get away with cheating obviously they did this time so why not do it next time hell it worked this time i'm sure it'll work next time that's their thinking so it's it is wow it's just something (laughs) something else go ahead yeah, the, the, the irony of all this, Gunslinger, okay, let, let me let me point something out. The irony in all of this is this $1.9 trillion package is filled with more pork than a barnyard. Okay, it's filled with more pork than a fucking barnyard. Okay? Now, the, the only thing that's that's actually coming of this is they want to give the American people an additional $1,400 on top of the 600 that we just got recently. And some folks are, are still waiting for, the, for that $600. Others haven't gotten it at all. What the fuck are they waiting for? Christmas or an engraved invitation? And what else is in this bill? That has nothing to do with coronavirus. Probably all that U.S. foreign aid stuff that was talked about in regards to abortions. I'm willing to lay odds on that one. The Vegas odds makers would be hard-pressed to give better odds than I will. Seriously. Now, between you, me, and the four winds, and that lamppost that you do not see, it's it's also a very slippery slope, because they want to pass this $1.9 trillion package, and they're basically saying to the Republicans, we're passing it, and there's nothing you can do to stop it, so fuck you. That's basically what they're doing, Gun, or, or, is, it, or is it my imagination? No, it's not. It's not. You know, it's not your imagination. That's what they're doing. You know, it's our way or the highway. That's what they're saying. 
we're going to pass it anyway. They're going to disguise all this pork shit that they like to like to, like they like to call it, fat ass motherfuckers. Okay, like I said, it's not, there's more. There's not no more pork in the barn. It's just spilled out into the pig pen where there's a thousand head of fucking pigs basking in the fucking slop, and the big fat one, the fattest one in there is Pig Losey. You know that. Get it, Pig Losey? Okay. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, oink, 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 oink. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, it's just overflowing with pork shit, pig shit, pig sty, pig slop. Okay, I've never been around pigs before. I wouldn't want to be around the disgusting. No wonder we eat the goddamn things. It's a goddamn ugly to start out with. You know, well, I don't know if you've ever been around a pig farm. I never have, but I, I, actually, <laughs> go ahead. I actually, uh, several years ago, I actually had the opportunity to go to a farm uh, here in the uh, here in my area, and uh, they had pigs, and they were slopping the hogs, you know. Mm-hmm. And the people that own the farm, you know, are friends of mine in recovery, so they invited me to the farm, you know, it's because I always said I wanted to, to check out the farm, right? Well, they're 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 feeding the animals. They're feeding their chickens, their pigs, and all that. And the guy looks at me and says, "You ever slop a hog?" I said, "Nope. Never even worked on a farm. Never even been this close to a farm, except for maybe, uh, well, I I don't know. It was a it was a fruits and vegetables stand, but that's as close as I got." And he chuckled and said, "Well, I'll tell you what. I'll start you off with something simple." Go on over there and uh, and 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 join my, Go over there to my where my wife is, and she'll show you how to feed these chicks. So I went over, and I picked up pretty quick on how to feed the chickens. And I'm out there going, "Here, chick, 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 chick. There you go. Hey, there's some for you. There's some for you. And I'm sitting there having to. I was. They were looking at me, and and they saw this big grin on my face. I was having fun. Then it came to finishing feeding the, the pigs. He says, take take that, that bucket right there and just pour it in the trough. Pour it right in the trough. I picked that stuff up, man. It, first of all, it stunk. Okay, it did stink a little. I'm not going to sit there and say it didn't. But I poured it in that trough. And he goes, hey, you did that without without splattering any on yourself. How'd you do that? I said, I don't know. I just poured it in. And the pigs all gathered the trough, and they were doing their thing and everything. And he says, you know, everybody thinks these these pigs are the ugliest thing on the planet. Now, come here. I want to show you something. He showed me this one pig that, that, you know, yeah, it was a pig, but it did not look, you know, it was kind of, it was, it was, it was just a little thing. It was kind of cute in a way in its own little way and i said well don't let my niece don't let any of my uh don't let my grandniece see this or she'll be like i want to take it home i want to take it home but she'll think it's so adorable he said you know what these pigs they're begging to be made into bacon and sausages they're just begging for it he said, you ever have fresh bacon right from the farm? I said, nope. He goes, well, guess what? It's breakfast. 
and you're having breakfast with us. Let's go. I'll tell you what. Farm fresh eggs, bacon, got nothing on what the stores sell. I can safely say it is a taste treat to 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 enjoy. No doubt about it. But getting back to the, to the to the gist of of this uh, discussion, you know, they 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 want to push Biden's one point nine trillion dollar package. There's enough pork in there to uh, make into bacon and to last the entire country a dozen lifetimes. And God only knows how much of it is. Wasteful spending. The very thing that Donald Trump was fighting against. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what he was fighting against. You know, uh, it, it's uh, he fought for so many things the right way. And to improve things overall, it may be a couple things, you know, might not have disagreed with him or agreed with him or whatever. But, you know, nobody's perfect. (laughs) Donald Trump damn sure ain't perfect. That's for damn sure. Um, But this idiot that's in there now, he's just just like a fucking pre-adolescent kid to candy store. Okay. He has no scruples. We already know he has no scruples. You know, dictator Biden. Damn sure ain't no president. Okay. And all the shit that he's doing to undermine the good things that, you know, Trump has done. Uh, The Keystone Pipeline, putting literally tens of thousands of people to work. uh, Destroyed. Uh, The the wall, what was that, five or six thousand people lost their job on that one. Okay. So he's not building up the economy. He's tearing it down. You don't build up an economy by destroying jobs. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't work like that. <laughs> no, don't work like that. Okay. It doesn't, it don't, it never will. You have to make jobs. You have to, you know, make things like the pipeline, you know, and all that stuff that will create jobs, not destroy them. He's a job destroyer, no doubt about that. But what do you expect from a left-wing, psychotic, fucking psycho, dumbass dictator. There you go. Go ahead. It stands to reason. It stands to reason that of of all the things that I've seen politically come down the pipe from Democrats... It stands to reason that at some point you would hope the American people would wake up and say, what the fuck are you doing? What the hell have, are, you, are you thinking? You know, when it comes to all this excessive spending, you know, they talk about being fiscally responsible, but they're not. They're not fiscally responsible. They're fiscally irresponsible. And it shows. 
I, I shudder to think, you know, what 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 we're gonna what this country is gonna be like by summertime. We were supposed to see these vaccines, for example, a lot sooner than than the springtime, by as early as March. Not gonna happen. Not under Biden. That dictator son of a bitch is gonna gonna keep this country waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting until what? Hell freezes over. Bingo. You said it. Till hell froze over, freezes over. <laughs> yep. You're right. Absolutely right. Well, it is what it is, unfortunately. Now, One American News Network put out the following story regarding Joe Biden. Biden kicks off so-called progressive package with decades-old policies. This is this is this is what's happening, folks. Remember what I said last night? He's throwing the bus in reverse without even push, pushing in the clutch. He's grinding the gears to throw the bus in reverse. Well, One American News, this article pretty much confirms that. Joe Biden tried to appeal to progressives by promising sweeping reforms, but the policies he advocated for have been in place for decades with little to no success. On Tuesday, Biden kicked off his racial his racial equity package by calling attention to so-called systemic racism. He claimed it's become ingrained in American institutions. Biden said, "I made it very clear that the moment had arrived as a nation where we face deep racial inequities in America. Systemic racism that has plagued our nation for far, far too long. He assured the public that he has ordered the federal government to help fix this. I issued among the first days my whole of government executive order that will, for the first time, advanced equity for all throughout our federal policies and institutions, Biden stated. He noted his first executive order was a memorandum for the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development to redress our nation's and the federal government's history of discriminatory housing practices and policies. His promise of an anti-discrimination policy in housing practices came more than 50 years after the passage of the Fair Housing Act. According to a report by National Fair Housing, the act has addressed discrimination and provided relief while still continuing to help tens of thousands of Americans. However, what Biden suggested in his speech was very different. Contrary to his comments, the only specific things his new policy actually does 
is reaffirm the Fair Housing Act and refocus the department's attention on studying past policies. While his order does not introduce a vague agenda to counteract the impacts of past discriminatory policies, it does not publicly disclose which methods will be used to execute this. Biden also announced he will direct the government to prioritize the self-governance of Native Americans, as well as focus on treaty responsibilities with the tribes, despite the fact this exact measure has been in place for over a decade. However, Biden's final executive order introduced one new step. It banned the federal renewal of contracts with private prison operators, citing the higher number of incarcerated black people. This plan to reduce the consequences of crime came after a year of nationwide violence and prison releases. Biden noted this is just the beginning of his administration's plan to address systemic problems in the criminal justice system. Nevertheless, the order wasn't met with overwhelming support, even from the progressive side of the political spectrum. After its signature, a spokesperson, <coughs> excuse me, a spokesperson for the ACLU, an organization that lobbied hard for the end of private prisons, summed up Biden's efforts by saying, while this executive order is important, it is well short of what the nation needs to end mass incarceration and racism in the criminal justice system. Okay. First of all, there's no denying that there is a, a, a problem with uh, racism in our nation. There's no denying that. But I'm going to say something bold, plain, and simple. Okay? As I've said many times on this program, we are all members of one race, the human race. When people actually accept that and believe that, not just up in their heads, but in their hearts, we could have a wonderful world. We really could. But that's not going to come easy. Because while the Democrats and their propaganda tools like Snopes, the mainstream media, and others, are in full-blown denial of the Democrat Party forming and founding the Ku Klux Klan way back decades and decades and decades ago, it is because of their obvious and sometimes not so obvious racist actions that have led to a lot of the problems our country faces. Look, I've got m so many friends that are, that are black, that are white, that are Asian, that are Hispanic, that are Native American. It's not even funny. I mean, I don't look at their race. I look at the content of their heart. I see a person 
Not a race. I see a human being. Not a race. But Biden and the Democrats have to make this about race. That's what, it, that's what they're doing. The subtle innuendos that they put into their speeches about systemic racism, whether they realize it or not, they're being racist in their own statements. I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. I made a lot of friends in that neighborhood. There was this one lady, and I've spoken about her before on this broadcast. Her name was Dora Morgan. She was a sweetheart of a lady who cared about everybody. Didn't care whether you were black or white or Asian or Hispanic or Native American or what have you. She only cared about one thing. The person. The human being. It wasn't about race. It was about the human heart. It was about that person as a human being. When the neighborhood bullies used to beat up on me on occasion as a kid, if she came outside and saw them trying to hurt me, she would tell them straightway, get your ass in the house or I'm going to call your mama and tell her what you've done. You want to see how quick those kids ran? Oh, yeah. And when their mother found out that they were, they were being bullies, remember last night, folks, I said how people, how parents would tell their kids, go in the backyard and bring me out a switch. And they came back with a switch no bigger than a ruler. They were told, that's not a switch. In some cases, the parent would go in the backyard and they would get a switch that, no joke, was as long as my legs. Okay? Now I'm six foot one. You measure from the sole of my foot right up to right up to my hip joint that's how long the switch was and it was i'd say nickel size in diameter and they got their ass whooped for being a bully and she turned around miss morgan and dora god love her she was a wonderful lady she saw me, you know, with a, you know, with cuts and stuff. She was a nurse. She she was a former nurse. She went inside. She got she grabbed a clean, a clean face cloth, ran it under hot water, grabbed a first she grabbed bandages and, and and stuff and she took care of those cuts and everything and and mom would be would, would be on, would come out on the porch looking for me. And Dora would say, "He'll be right over, Rosemary." I'm just taking care of some cuts on, on, on some of his cuts. He's okay. But the neighborhood boys were being bullies. So I'm just making sure George is okay. 
She looked out for me. She looked out for a lot of us kids. And it wasn't about the skin color. It wasn't about the race. It was about the person. And that's something that I've always loved about her. And still do to this day. And she's been gone a long time. And I miss her dearly. She was a sweetheart. There's a young lady that I had a crush on as a kid. She knows it. She's, she's married now, of course, but I told her not too long ago I had a crush on her. Okay? And I'll, I'll just say her first name, Catherine. Another sweetheart of a gal who would, who would, who would give from the heart and expect nothing in return. Didn't care what your race was. She cared about the person, just like Dora did. See, that's the kind of person that I grew up to be. A man who cares more about the content of a, of a, of a man or a woman's heart I didn't give a damn, and I still don't give a damn to this day what color their skin is. That doesn't matter to me. They're human beings, deserving the same respect that I would want for myself. I said that to, to a young kid a few years ago, you know, before the pandemic, when... Uh, the Dunkin' Donuts still had a dining area. And the kid looked at me and said, Yeah, but you're a white man. Why would a white man care about a black boy? I looked him straight in the eye and said, Does it really matter, young man, what color a person's skin is? Does it really matter that much to you? Isn't it more about what a person has in their heart. And then I told him about, if you cut your hand, when you bleed, the blood is red, right? He goes, yeah. I said, same thing with me. You have two ears, two eyes, a nose, mouth, heart, liver, kidneys, Basically, you're, you're a guy. You have the same stuff that every other guy has. Does it matter? Does it truly matter whether they're black or white? Whether they're Hispanic or Asian? You know, the people that worked in that Dunkin' Donuts at the time stopped what they were doing because they heard what I was saying. And this one lady turned around and said, Amen, brother. Go on and tell it. Because you're telling it right. You're telling it real. That's how I feel. That's how what I believe. But the Democrats want to make it all race, 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 race. Democrats, grow up from the fucking neck up, will you? For the love of God, grow up from the neck up. 
In America, if you have to judge a person by the color of their skin and not the content of their heart, then you need to grow up from the neck up too. God doesn't see race. He sees people. That's something I learned from this, from Dora Morgan. And I still I still believe that in my heart to this day. Five four one area code. Go ahead. What matters most is the size of a man's cup. You yeah, and your brain matter needs to go. You know something? That was an asshole, ladies and gentlemen. That was a bona fide Democrat liberal fuckhead asshole that has about as but has about as much brain matter as this cigarette lighter. Five four one area code. Fuck off. Fuck you. And go 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 stick your finger in a light socket. Might actually shock your brain cells into thinking better than you do. You fucking idiot. <clears throat> Figures. A dumbass. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a dumbass. An honest-to-God, bona fide fuck-up from the neck up. It had to happen, Gunslinger. Haven't been trolled in a while. <laughs> yeah, true. I guess the, I guess they're bored and 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 haven't sucked on mommy on mommy's tits long enough. <laughs> oh well, sucks to be them, right? Well, guess what, Gun? Uh, let me make sure where the okay. This was this one was actually written by Newsmax. They actually wrote this, so it's not from Associated Press or Reuters. Thank God. Rasmussen poll. Now Rasmussen has been a polling agent. A polling a, has done polling for decades, so they're 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 pretty reliable. Now, during a presidential election, I always say, ignore the polls. Okay? And there's a reason for that. Because during presidential elections, they get manipulated. But according to Rasmussen, majority of voters convinced impeachment will further divide the country. Uh, yeah, you think so? I, I believe it will. Well, according to this, the Senate impeachment trial of former President Donald Trump is uh, is set to begin this the week of February eighth. And if you ask most Americans, if you ask most Americans, will tell you the process will reinforce divisions in the nation. So, say more than half of likely voters in new polling results. Let me try that again. The Rasmussen Reports survey found that voters, by a 3-to-1 margin, 
expect the upcoming trial to leave the country more divided than unified, per an account of the research in the New York Post. A mere 20% said the trial would have no effect on the country's political division. Even fewer folks, 19%, said it would help unify Americans. As for whether Trump should be convicted of high crimes and misdemeanors on a charge of incitement on an, uh, of inciting an insurrection, 50% answered yes, while 45% said no. The House of Representatives voted 232 to 197 to impeach Trump on January 13th for inciting the mob that stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, as a joint session of Congress was meeting to certify the Electoral College results, cementing Joe Biden's, and I'm saying tainted, win in the November 3rd presidential election. Trump has long maintained that Biden won due to widespread and systemic fraud, and he urged a crowd at a rally preceding the Capitol siege to take bold action. The Senate, though divided largely along party lines, will start the trial next month. It's not clear how long the trial will last or exactly what shape it will take. Uh, for instance, will witnesses be called? A two-thirds Senate majority is needed to find Trump guilty meaning all Democrats and 17 Republicans would have to vote to convict. That appeared unlikely after 45 GOPers supported a measure by Senator Rand Paul, Republican from Kentucky, challenging the constitutionality of the trial on the grounds that Trump no longer holds office. No impeachment has ever unfolded involving a president whose completed his term of office. Earlier this month, Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat from West Virginia, called the impeachment process so ill-advised. He said the legal system the, he said the legal system ruling on alleged crimes surrounding the Capitol riot would have an effect on the former president. Let that take its place, Manchin said. Let the investigations go on and evidence come forth, and then we will go forth from there. There is no rush to do this impeachment now. We can do it later if they think it's necessary. Rasmussen survey, the Rasmussen survey of 1,000 likely U.S. voters reached by telephone or online was conducted on January 25th and 26th. This Senate trial is going to drive a very deep and dividing wedge in our nation. So much so that it's going to cause a rift. And that rift could further cause even more problems down the road. And I shudder to even speculate on what those, what those 
consequences could be. I'm not even going to speculate a guess, which means I'm not going to say what I'm thinking, because if I say what I'm thinking, there are those who will say, well, you're, you're, you're promoting violence. No. I will not do that. Because I don't think violence solves anything anyway. If you're going to protest, do it, with, do it in, in, in the proper manner and in the proper way. Trump wasn't even finished with his speech when all that crap on January 6th happened anyway. So how they can say he incited insurrection without an investigation or a hearing before the article of impeachment was, put, was even put to the floor for a vote is insane. There's no constitutional basis for it whatsoever. They made the, they, they made the charge, and then it's found out later that, of course, as I said earlier, the, um, the, the uh, and, uh, a, a, apparently they found out that this was a pre-planned a pre-planned attack. It was planned a week in advance, which means Trump's speech had nothing to do with the attack. So the Democrats lied to us all again. And they fast-tracked an impeachment that's a sham. And they're trying to fast-track this trial, which is also a sham. Now, the Senate Majority Leader, Chuck the Schmuck, who don't give a fuck Schumer, even said that things that there were other, other items of business, so to speak, that were going to be look, they were going to be talking about, and 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 so forth, like the 1.9 trillion dollar package. Well, that can't happen. Like I said before, they can't do that. If this is a legitimate trial, which it's not, all Senate business is laid to waste, is laid to the side. Nothing can be done. That's what happened in the first impeachment trial. No Senate business could be conducted in any way, shape, or form. The only thing they could focus on was the Senate impeachment trial. But if the Senate is going to focus on 1.9 trillion dollar stim stimulus package leading up to the start of the impeachment trial then that they just they just admitted without actually saying the words that this impeachment trial is a sham and it's political motivation and political posturing Gunslinger? <laughs> excuse me well yeah it's political it's, it's all political it's all you know, I want to keep my stuff, and I, and you're not going to have nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the only reason that they. Well, that was the well. That's the main reason is they went after Trump like that. It's because, again, I've said it. it they Trump. You know, he was a new sheriff in town, and this sheriff doesn't take no shit off nobody. Okay, especially them dumb fucks called Democrats. Okay, and. He was shaking up their power base. All that money they did underhandedly, all that 
you know, you go in with basically damn near broke and you come out and well, he's still in there and you're a multimillionaire. Look at what Joe Biden, you see the pictures of his three, they're not houses, they're mansions. You'd get fucking lost in the damn places. You'd need a road a road map. Hell, the goddamn upkeep on them some bitches, probably two or three million dollars a year for all of them. I ain't talking just, you know, just shabby looking shit. This is manicured. This is, this is, these are mansions. What'd he do? He ain't even had a job really in his own fucking career, except politics. I don't know what I'm going to call that a job. And say, did he work for his money? No. Sit there and run his fucking mouth, lying as usual. You know, 47 years in politics. What did he do? Not a goddamn thing. And look at what Trump did in four years. But yeah, he's a bad guy. Trump is a bad guy. <laughs> ass backwards, don't you think? <sighs> Completely ass backwards. Do it. Mm-hmm. It is ass backwards. I mean, Gunslinger, look, we, we've all seen uh, what Trump did in four years. He did far more to benefit this country, to benefit the American people, by putting America first than any U.S. president in modern history. Going back to when we were kids and the Richard Nixon administration. Okay? So from Nixon right on up to the Trump administration to when he started, not a single person that, that held the office did more than he's doing. Even Reagan didn't do as much. And I've always thought very highly of Ronald Reagan. Even though he was an actor, he did a good job as president. With the exception of the Iran-Contra shit. That kind of soured it a little. But, uh, what are you going to do? It is what it is, my friend. It truly is what it is. Well, you know, it it's, it doesn't have to be what it is if these people would fucking wise up. Okay, this is what I've always said. Uh, stupid is stupid, okay? Well, go go start learning something. Don't be so goddamn stupid, okay? But I think it's inbred in these people. I don't think they'll ever be able to step outside of their their little fantasy world. Because you know that liberals and Democrats, they live in a fucking fantasy world. I mean, I don't care what it is. Like I said before, gun-free zones come out of a fucking mind of a fucked-up liberal. Oh, if we don't have if we don't have guns, then nobody will go get shot, huh? What a stupid fucking statement. I mean, and this, this, these act, these people actually believe that. These these people actually believe this screwballness, this fantasy world, this pipe dream that they have. Okay, and what has it done? Nothing. Hell, there's more shootings in goddamn gun-free zones than there is any fucking place. See how it, see how it just, just did the opposite? <laughs> so everything they do, do, it does the opposite. Instead of doing good, it does bad. I mean, uh, you can't argue with that. It's just, that's just, there it is. It's in your face. You know, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Well, I got one last item here uh, that I'm going to bring in to talk about, and that is bipartisan group of lawmakers call for for a hearing into Robinhood app for restricting small investors. Now, before I read the article, 
just want to give you a, a little item here. There is GameStop. You know, it, they sell uh, video games for computers, game systems, and so forth. They went from being a $5 stock to an over $300 a share stock. Practically overnight. And people are bitching about it. Who's doing the bitching? The Democrats. And their lovely supporters. I say that sarcastically, of course. A bipartisan group of lawmakers condemned the financial services company Robinhood for restricting stock trades. In a statement Thursday, Senator Sherrod Brown, Democrat from Ohio, said people on Wall Street only care about the rules when they're the ones getting hurt. Brown, who is the incoming chair of the Banking and Housing Committee, said he plans to hold a hearing in response to the company, the company's block. Robinhood announced it would stop the trading of GameStop, AMC, Nokia, and other stocks that they considered volatile. However, reports said the move only restricted small-time investors while it allowed large hedge funds to continue to buy and trade. Senator Brown added that Americans are aware the Wall Street system is broken and are calling on Congress and the SEC to make the economy work for everyone. In an agreement, in agreement were, rep, were representatives Alexandria Calvio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, and Senator Ted Cruz, who also called for a hearing into Robin Hood's decision. Now, Senator, now, now, AOC, asked Holland Crack, said, this is unacceptable. We now need to know more about Robinhood App's decision to block retail investors from purchasing stock while hedge funds are freely able to trade the stock as they see fit. As a member of the Financial Services Committee, I'd support a hearing if necessary. Okay. Ted Cruz fully said, fully agree. Rashida Tlaib said, this is beyond absurd. FSC Dems need to have a hearing on Robin Hood's market manipulation. They're blocking the ability to trade to protect Wall Street hedge funds, stealing millions of dollars from their users to protect people who've used the stock market as a casino for decades. Now, some lawmakers took less direct stances on the issue. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said the Biden administration, the Biden dictatorship, and Congress members will look into the matter, but she did not say whether she found Robin Hood's decision ethical. Interesting, isn't it? I understand that the administration is taking a look. The SEC is taking a look at what that is but we will all be reviewing it 
but interesting. This is what Pelosi noted. Senator Marsha Blackburn, Republican from Tennessee, called on Robin Hood to free the traitors on social media, but did not elaborate much further on her position. This is something that is developing. We need to be watching this situation. We need to be paying attention to what is happening with the market, Blackburn commented. And I think I'll just leave it at that. There has not yet been a date set for when Congress members will start a hearing, but more updates are expected in the coming days. Now, let me point something out. For anyone who's ever followed the markets, and I've done it over the years, uh, when you have a stock, like GameStop, for example, that goes from being a $5 stock to an over $300 a share stock, that is a major, major uptick. How did it happen? Did it happen legally? What was, you know, what was involved there? Now, I'm not saying that GameStop did anything illegal. But I do have questions about it. Now, the Democrat side notwithstanding, yes, there are some questions. First of all, if you're going to trade, if you're a publicly traded company and you have stock on the stock exchange, to limit it to hedge funds and so forth is quite frankly, wrong. Okay? People who buy and sell on, the, on, on Wall Street that are not hedge funds should be able to buy and trade the stock. They shouldn't be restricted or, or told they can't. That's something I believe is just plain wrong. Okay? Do I understand the stock market? A little better than I used to, but let let reality take its take its course. Okay, let reality take course. I don't always I don't agree. I, I while it was Ocasio Cortez who made this comment about it being unacceptable. Well, yes, to block retail investors from purchasing stock while hedge funds are freely able to trade the stock as they see fit. This is what, you know, this is what Ocasio, of course, Tez is saying in, in wanting to know more about Robinhood app's decision. All right? Now, I don't like AOC. Especially after what she did that killed thousands of jobs, you know, years uh, about a year or so ago. If, well, was it two years ago? But let's face the reality. On the surface, it's a good idea to look into this and find out why. Why is Robinhood app doing this to them, to to the uh, to to GameStop and other stocks, limiting it to um, large hedge funds and and restricting small-time investors. And it's not just GameStop. AMC, Nokia, and other stocks they can, that Robinhood app considers volatile. Why are they considered volatile? I'd love to know the answer to that myself. But 
let's table that for now. There's a lot more important stuff to really get down to the nitty-gritty about. I think it's time we look at the big picture of what's happening in our country. And rather than sit there and say, well, we need to, um, we need to focus on this with, the, with Wall Street, you know what? Deal with that later down the road. Prioritize what needs to be dealt with now. We are in the midst of, still of a pandemic. We still have people that need help. Businesses that are crumbling under the weight of lockdowns. We have people unemployed and becoming more unemployed every day. Some of which were unemployed thanks to, thanks to dictator Biden's actions, writing those executive orders. You know, signing those off. It is rifling through 37, then another uh, 13. Or, so it's, there's like 40 executive orders in the first week that he signed that have killed jobs. How about we worry about that first? What do you think, Gunn? Well, yeah, I think that would be a lot more important than what they're doing now. They're trying to, you know, demonize and try to get rid of what Trump has done. Again, that would be great for the country, for the American people, but they'll remember they're assholes. They don't want to do that. They want to keep it in their little, in their little clique here, and that's it. And that's, like I said, they... And they need to be brought up on charges and worse. Go ahead. Catch you later. 36 degrees outside. Hey, it's supposed to be 71 Saturday. 71. Mm-hmm. About that. Well, I'll tell you what. Currently, and I've only got my cell phone to go by with this. Currently, it is 18 degrees. But the real field temperature is six. Six mm. above. That's what it is in my neck of the woods. But it is time to call this a broadcast. Uh, before we go, Gunslinger, any final thoughts on your end before we wrap up tonight? Well, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a crazy situation, and it's going to get crazier. It sounds like it, because dictator Biden, not the president, dictator, there ain't no telling how many more executive orders. Look how many he signed in the, just in the first week. Not a, hell, just a, just, a, just a week has gone by, and look at all this. Uh, put that on a graph, it's going to exceed what Trump or anybody else is done, probably. But, well, it, it depends on if he's able to stay in more than six months. I, I, I gave him six months, and they'll 25 amendment him. And guess what? <laughs> the hoe will be, yeah, you know the story on that one. So look and see. Look out. Keep your powder dry. Catch you later. All right, Gunslayer. You have a good one, buddy. Hopefully we'll talk over the weekend. All right. 
And as far mm. as my final thought for tonight is concerned, before I render my final thought, I want to thank Cherokee Rose, Iggy Mom, Mike from Louisiana, Gunslinger, uh, my caller from the 904 area code, uh, and of course, all of you watching and listening by archives. And now, a, a, quick, a very quick final thought. Our nation is in trouble. Our nation needs help. The American people are suffering because of lockdowns. Businesses are closing. People are suffering as a result. Biden's executive orders that killed more than 52,000 jobs is proof that this, this bozo doesn't know what he's doing. He's taking this country in reverse and, and taking us back to the days when he was the uh, vice dictator and thief under Obama. I keep wondering, who's really running this country from the Oval Office? Is it Biden or Obama? It's a curiosity question at best. But as far as what lay ahead, only time will tell. We have yet to see the other shoe drop. And when it does, it's going to drop with a thud and a loud one. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Be sure to check rumble.com slash the F-F-N-O-I-B-N for the archive, the video archive of this broadcast. And very quickly, I want to apologize to, to uh, many of my viewers on the video side. Uh, the January 25th edition of Firefox News Online could not be uploaded to Rumble. It was too, too big a file to upload. So I do apologize for that. But it... But you, if you go to Trovo.com, uh, not .com, tro, if you go to Trovo.tv slash Firefox News Online um, and go to videos and then past uh, videos, uh, video, however it's phrased, I forget off the top of my head, um, you'll be able to see the archives there. And, of course, on periscope.tv slash FFNO. Uh, also, finally, one last reminder. Firefox News Online will, be, will end its association on periscope.tv at the end of February. Because, it is, uh, because March 31st, periscope.tv will no longer be available for live streaming. It'll go to Twitter. And I will not have it on Twitter. I'm sorry. We will still continue on Trovo, DLive, Twitch, and Vaughn. But after February, Periscope will be no more for this broadcast. America, have a wonderful weekend. 
and we will catch you on the next edition of Firefox News Online. Fair, balanced, and always responsible. That last part means that we will do our very best to bring it to you straightforward and to the point, unapologetic, unafraid, and dropping the F-bomb along the way if, if, if when, when we get that pissed off. So, take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. We'll be back on Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Good night, everybody. Here comes that outro. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at journalist.com. The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Let it be written, so let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.